Hello, ladies. Welcome back. So last week I spoke about the escrow period. What's the escrow period? What happens during this period? And now I'm going to speak about what happens after that. So if you listen to that episode, I tell you that there's like five phases of the real estate journey of like buying real estate. Phase one is the thinking about buying a house phase. Like you're finding your realtor, your lender, pre-approval, mortgage, you're speaking with everyone and you're getting your shit together. Step Phase two is the searching phase. You have your realtor, you have your pre-approval, you know how much you want to afford, and now you are actively searching to buy a house. Phase three is the offer phase. You're writing the best offer that you can. You're negotiating with the seller. You're submitting your offer and your offer is accepted. Step four, phase four is the escrow phase. This happens between when your offer gets accepted to when the house actually becomes yours. You know, your lender funds into escrow. They record all the documents. You sign final documents. They hold all the money. They disperse all the funds. They record the deed. The escrow period is everything. But so today, we're going to talk about the fifth phase, which is I'm a homeowner now. What do I do? Okay, so let's talk about that. First of all, I I want you to think about your home, buying a home as an investment. Buying your home is an investment whether you think so or not. A lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to live in it. You know, I I don't really think I'm ever going to sell it or I'm just going to live in it. I'm looking for a place for me to live in. It's not an investment. And I'm like, sis, it absolutely is an investment. Because what is the definition of an investment? I'm not looking in the dictionary, but the definition of an investment is you put some money towards something that you believe will grow in value over time. If that's not real estate, I don't know what is. So you have to look at your home as an investment. That's really the first mindset shift. So you're looking at your home as something that's going to grow in value the longer you own it, the better you take care of it. And others here, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can grow that value quicker. Okay. Like, and I want you to know that you will have an effect on how quickly the value grows. So how to make sure you take care of your investment and make sure that your investment grows. There are six tips that I'm going to give you. The first tip is think long term. Real estate usually grows in value five years and over. Within five years, you won't really make that much money if you sell it. You're really going to see a spike if you wait at least five years. But maybe I have to define some definitions for you first. Equity and appreciation. Those are the two terms used in real estate. So you buy your house, let's say for a million dollars. Five years later, it's worth two million dollars. The house has appreciated in value a million dollars 
and your equity in the house is a million dollars. So you have made a million dollars because the market has shifted. The market has appreciated. Your house has become more valuable. You bought it for one price. It's a whole nother price. So you've made a million dollars. So you are sitting on a million dollars. So that's equity and that's appreciation. And we're going to be speaking today about how to make that rise quickly so you can use that money. Any money that you make in your real estate investments, you can pull out, which is called refinancing. You, You pay off your original mortgage, you get all the cash back, and then you get a new mortgage at a different rate. Better better rates, lower monthly payments because your house is worth more and you bought it for less. Or you can get a home equity line of credit. So you have equity on your home, you can get a line of credit for that to do more with your home or to buy another home. I talk about this all the time. It's called climbing the real estate ladder. But anyways, think long term. That's point number one. Think long term. The longer that you can own it, the longer, the higher and faster it's going to appreciate in value. Two, don't defer maintenance. If something is broken, fix it right away. If you see a crack somewhere, address it right away. If the paint is peeling on your house, fix it right away. Because the longer you wait to fix a problem, the bigger and more expensive that problem is going to become. Trust me, I've been a homeowner for a long time now. It is absolutely like that. Like, for example, just just for example, when I bought my first home, I noticed a crack in the shower floor because it was an older house. And I got someone over, a plumber over right away, right when I noticed that. He went underneath that the house, like right above where the shower was, and it was leaking. So all that water had deteriorated the wood. So it became a bigger project. If the sellers before me had done something right away or replaced it or done something, that wouldn't have happened. And if I had waited, it would have been a bigger issue. So things like that. Please, you it could, you might think it's like, wow, I'm doing all this work now. It's like too much of a project right now, but believe me, it'll get worse. That toilet's kind of running. That toilet doesn't work. It's kind of an older toilet. Get a new toilet. Okay, so don't defer maintenance. Think about, number three is think about how you can add value. How you can make your house look better. Small things. Is it by painting the cabinets? Is it by changing the hardware? Is it by changing light fixtures, removing carpet, changing the floors, painting the inside? All of these things can be done over time. And I I encourage you to do these things over time. I had a podcast episode, I think a couple weeks ago, when I talk about the pitfalls when people are looking for quote unquote a good deal, they look for complete fixers. You cannot handle a complete fixer on your first try. Please stay away from a complete fixer. A complete fixer is when you have to fix up the whole house at together right away now before you can live in it. It takes over a year and a lot of money. 
Okay, it's not a good deal. But doing things over time, little things over time are a great way to add value and not break the bank. Changing the tile in the bathroom, changing a vanity here or there, you know, like doing things over time, maybe doing some landscaping over time. Just think about all the ways that you can add value over time. Number four, leveraging your money. I talked about this at the beginning. You leverage your money by using the money that you have made and by getting a loan. So you can pay all cash for your million dollar house, but you've tied up a million dollars. You can get a mortgage instead, pay 20%, 10%, 5% of your cash, and they finance the rest you pay every month. That's one way to leverage your money, making your money go longer, having someone else buy things for you. Also, when your home is grown in value, in the example of you bought it for a million, now it's worth two, you've made a million. You use that money. That's how you leverage that investment. You use that money to make the value of your home grow even more by doing some bigger remodeling or putting a down payment on a second house, second investment. Leverage your money. Number five, use all the tax benefits that you can. Now, I am not a tax consultant, CPA, attorney, nothing. But I have been a homeowner and I am a realtor. And I know that first time home buyers and homeowners can use a lot of tax benefits. Okay, so consult with a CPA if you don't have one already, get one about all the tax benefits. So I know that first time home buyers can have a tax benefit. I know if you buy a house, in the name of an LLC, there's tax benefits, of course, for LLCs. When you remodel or do construction, you can get tax write-offs for those things. So use all of your tax benefits. And the sixth and very, very important tip that I have for you ladies, always consult with professionals such as a tax advisor or a real estate attorney or your real estate agent before big remodels, you know, always consult with professionals before you do anything. That's why when I talk to people when it's their first time, I'm like, I ask them, have you consulted with your financial advisor? When they even buy a house and they're thinking of renting it, I'm like, you need to consult a real estate landlord tenant attorney in San Francisco right now before you do anything. When people remodel, they need to have me over so I can tell them the best way to put their money. You know, always have a team of professionals behind you. So those are my tips for when you're a homeowner. Also, you just want to have pride of ownership. That's something that I see lacking a lot in some neighborhoods and some houses in San Francisco. Just completely people just don't care. They've let their house go. Like some houses look like they haven't been painted or power washed in 20 years. It's rusty. It's dirty. It's disgusting. What do you think that does to the value of the neighborhood? Don't you want the value of the neighborhood to be to go up and up and up? Also, what does that do to you? I am a really big believer in your environment really affects your mood, your motivation, your self-worth, 
if you live in, you know, a house that when you look at it or when you come home, it's not clean, it's not taken care of, it's not cute, you're not proud of it, you're not excited, what does that do? It just like brings down the neighborhood. It brings you down. And honestly, this all the points are tied together. If you keep deferring maintenance, the bigger the cost of painting your house is going to be. You know, just like stop deferring maintenance. As a homeowner, you must know and realize that it's going to cost you some money every year to upkeep your house. That's just the nature of being a homeowner. Because if you don't do anything to your house, your house will fall down. Houses are like people. We're, they're like women. We need to upkeep ourselves so we stay, you know, in our best, best physical shape. We need to exercise. We need to eat right. We need to sleep. We need to maintain ourselves. We need to look good. Same with houses. Absolutely. And that definitely will affect the value of your house as well. And it'll keep you from having one giant remodeling bill when you finally do want to make your house look good rather than just doing things over time and using all your tax benefits. So that's what I have for you today, ladies. If you have any questions about buying real estate, I know I talk about in San Francisco specifically buying in San Francisco, but these you know, everything I say applies for if you're buying anywhere, really like these six tips, just reach out to me. I would love to talk, answer questions. And I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review this podcast if you're liking it at all. And you know, it's just like a value exchange. So yeah, um, the course that I have, Buying Your First Home with Confidence is on my website. You can purchase that at any time or just let's start your home search. So I hope you have a really good day, ladies, and I'll talk to you soon.